Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. The Suns have a one game to none lead in the NBA Finals. They beat the Bucks tonight 118 to 105. Chris Paul goes for 32. Giannis scores 20 and 17 rebounds in his return to the Bucks lineup, but it was a run at the end of the second quarter into the third quarter where Chris Paul really kind of uh, pushed this lead out, and it was a an 18-point lead at one point for the Suns. The Bucks couldn't get it to within more than 10, and the Suns are now three wins away from the NBA title. And before we get to Chris Paul, just this for a couple of seconds, because yes, he's going to get all the attention. Look, he's the big star. He's been around for so long, but 
of all the players tonight, and I told you the matchup that, that was the biggest one for me for the finals was going to be DeAndre Ayton and Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez has played really well. You know, being the veteran that he is, 33 years old, he's been through the wars. He was going to cause problems for Ayton, and instead, Ayton has continued his ascendancy, what he's been able to do these playoffs, because the Suns really are a big three now, and nothing more evident than it was tonight with CP3 going for 32, Booker 27, and Ayton 22 and 19 rebounds. He was plus 13, Brooke Lopez was minus 17. And that was the difference in the game. Yes, Chris Paul helped. And yes, pushing the ball up floor, all the transition buckets they got was great. But DeAndre Ayton, 8 out of 10 from the field, he has continued his ascendancy. Look, there's a reason why the guy's the number one overall pick in the draft. He's becoming one of the most dominant big men in the game. And the Suns, coming into the playoffs, it was, boy, we're going to ride on Devin Booker and you know probably CP3, and hopefully we get something from somebody else. Then during the playoffs, it's, okay, we're going to ride CP3 and also Devin Booker. Now we're getting DeAndre Ayton. Uh, the last few games, Mike, it's been, we're going to ride CP3 and DeAndre Ayton. And uh, yeah, we're still getting some stuff from Devin Booker. It's like, we don't even talk about Devin Booker. Hey, all the stuff, that, as good as he is and all the stuff he's done, he has shot terribly after game one against the Clippers. And it's like for a guy who was, wait a minute, wait a minute, he's the best scorer in the league. He's the ne- he's the new Mamba, not Donovan Mitchell. Uh, he really is the third guy right now for the Phoenix Suns because the other teams have shown we can slow him down. The Clippers slowed him down. The Bucks slowed him down tonight to the point where he didn't shoot very well, but he kept getting to the free throw line, which is the mark of a really good player. Hey, when it's not your night, you want to make sure you get to the free throw line, and he did. He was 10 out of 10, but it's, it's gone from it's Booker and CP3 and everybody else to then it was it's CP3 and Booker and Aiton, and now it's CP3 and Aiton and Booker, and that's kind of been the hierarchy, and that's where it sits right now. My man, since game one against the Clippers, he's only eclipsed 40% shooting from the field once, and that was 40.9% in the 116-102 loss. He went 9 of 22 from the field, but still, you look at the point totals. 2015, okay, that was the big loss. Uh, 25, 31, 22, still making it happen. And tonight, perfect at the line, 27 points overall. And you've got something you really need to figure out is how do you defend the interior the mid-range jumpers of Chris Paul that he was getting off all night uh, started to hit from three two and started to feel himself a little bit there but there was nothing on the interior to stop DeAndre Ayton so yeah it's keep beating up Devin Booker uh, and see if you can continue this type of shooting and then you're really just hoping the secondary players all go cold but here's the problem is those guys are contributing at a high level too you had six guys in double figures in this game and so you get balance like that and part of it is hey the the lead ballooned to 20 uh, at one point but yeah Devin Booker is as a guy that's getting superstar calls and maybe that'll stop. Maybe maybe it'll be, you know what, we got to look at the percentages. It's Chris Paul's time, and Devin Booker's got to go back to earning those. But at least for the moment, they're celebrating the extra trips to the line because there were a couple of phantom calls early in that game, <laughs> man. And he went four for four in those instances, and away they went. But, but yeah, he's he's been, you know, the final numbers look good if you're just box score reading. But within the games, he's gotten lost a number of times. One of seven, or no, one of eight from three-point range. 
I mean, look, look, the last few games, you want to look at how he has shot. And and tonight was actually a good night for him. When you're, you're, talking, about, you're still talking about going back to game one of the Clippers series, right? When, when he exploded, uh, when, when he had 40 points, right? That was, oh, look at this. Devin Booker is here. 31%, He has shot extremely poorly, which shows you that, okay, maybe the moment right now is a little too big for him. He's not quite the superstar he's going to be where I can get my own shot anytime I want to. But it, it, this is not like, hey, he struggled a couple of games. This is six games in a row that Devin Booker is not, has not been able to shoot well. And, the Sun, and, and that's a great moment for the Suns. It's like, we can win with Booker being our third best player. I mean, who do you, would you ever think that would, if I said Devin Booker is going to be the Suns' third best player, you would say, oh, man, they're, they're going to lose. There's no way they win if he's their third best player. But that's clearly what it is. And here they are, three games away from the NBA title. It's a beautiful problem to have that the breakout star of the year with his 25-point-per-game scoring average and the guy that was taking up the mantle. And look, a lot lot of press. We talked about at the end of the regular season and starting the playoffs, getting those superstar calls. Here they come. Mm -hmm. Look, getting the respect. One of the young, rising stars, and, and a lot of it predicated on the MVP candidacy of Chris Paul. I, I still argue Booker's ascent and the numbers that he put up, uh, not to mention the 8-0 run in the bubble without Chris Paul, I, I think hurt both of them and certainly um, took away a little from Paul's candidacy. But, yeah, he's right now your third guy. You're feeling pretty good if you're Monty Williams, as mm. long as Booker's ego is good enough to run with it. And certainly it is because he put up 20 shots again because that's the other part in all of the games that you mentioned going back to game two against the Clippers that's the only game he didn't put up at least 20 shots he's shot 16 times there 21 or more every other game since uh, so while Devin Booker, third best player on the Suns, and they're winning somehow, their best player has been Chris Paul. Chris Paul, who did it all again tonight, and uh, he met the media a few moments ago. We're going to play you some of his uh, post-game press conference here. Uh, we're going to pick it up where he's asked about the team is uh, verbally communicating with each other and how well that's going. DA couldn't have said it better. You know, sometimes, you know, people take it as arguing or whatnot, but I think it was all constructive, you know, talking about pace. You know, they've been on me about getting the ball up the floor faster, uh, talking to D.A. about the angles of the screens. And you see, you know, as the season goes on, how much that stuff is important about hitting the bottom, getting out, making yourself open. And I could show you play after play where it, it helped tonight. Chris Haynes, Yahoo Sports. Chris, um, can you talk about the, I guess, the first five or six minutes for you? It seemed like it took a, a little bit to, to kind of settle in, and you took off. When did it start to click, and what were you feeling in those initial minutes? In your first uh, I just missed it's my first couple shots. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's the way that we play. Um, Book got it going. I think Book had 12 in the first quarter, and that's just the way our team is. Um, it's not just one guy that we depend on. You know, Kale could get going. Jay might be hot. Uh, DA might have it going, and we just feed off of each other, and it's sort of just all game long, this guy, that guy, and we just try to find a way to win. Hey, Chris. Um, obviously, we know you waited a long time, but the fans here waited a long time to see the Suns play in the finals again. Did you get to kind of just 
you know, notice how much they were taking in this whole scene and, and how much they were enjoying what you guys were doing out there today? Not really. <laughs> Not really. Probably maybe initially when we run out for uh, run out for warm-ups, but um, I'm just so locked into the game. I ain't really paying attention to much, you know, just trying to stay in the moment. Yeah. No, it got crazy loud during one of those timeouts, but um, it's exciting. And, you know, that's one win, and I think I'm just focused on the task at hand. All right, so there's Chris Paul after his game one heroics. Now, we talked about this with Rick Buecher, and I know, you know, look, Rick Buecher shockingly agreed with me. I was like, oh, all right, we got – but this is really where – you're at right now after game one, okay? As you're looking into game two, here are the Suns. And I know what's in the back of everybody's mind that whether you're a player or you're a coach or you're an analyst or you're a fan, you think eh, eventually the bottom of that miracle drawer is going to come up empty for Chris Paul, right? He's going to get dinged up. He's going to get hurt. He's going to lose his effectiveness. He's going to run out of gas. All of these things that have happened to Chris Paul throughout his career in the playoffs. What do we always say about Chris Paul? He's great just until your team needs him the absolute most and then something's going to happen right that's been the deal with Chris Paul Um, at this point you can't think that that's going to happen and not that that's your strategy is well we got to hope Chris Paul stinks but if you're the Bucks, it's all right we want to try to stop CP3 and Devin Booker who can get hot we got to make sure we slow down DeAndre Ayton all that goes out the window now you have to do whatever you can to stop Chris Paul you have to be ball dominant with him. You got to get the ball out of his hands. You got to hound him up the floor. You got to find a way to limit his impact on the game. And you got to sell out to stop him. And if Devin Booker does it, then Devin Booker does it. If DeAndre Ayton does it, then DeAndre Ayton does it. But you want to make these guys who are younger and let's see them do it in the NBA Finals when the pressure is the hottest. Let's make one of them do it because clearly trying to figure out how to stop all of them is not working. It did not work tonight. And it's not like the Suns even played one of their best games and the Suns won pretty easily. This this looked like a like a B game or a B, you know, a B a slight mm-hmm. B plus game from the Suns. They even looked like this was a, they had everything rolling tonight. You know, they had all their transition baskets, you know, but they didn't even look like they had it all going. So you need some kind of big change going into game two, and it's really let's stop Chris Paul. Chris Paul's their best player. You have to look to stop Chris Paul like you're saying, okay, we got to stop Trey Young with the Hawks, right? We got to stop Steph Curry with the Warriors. That's how you have to see Chris Paul now because if you don't, he's just going to continue to crush you if you try to, well, we got to keep a lid on him. We got to keep a lid on Booker. No, no, no. Stop Chris Paul. Devin Booker, like I said, he has shot terribly the past few games. Let's see if he can get hot again. If he beats you, he beats you. Look, the team's in the NBA Finals for a reason. But if you sit here and try like you've like you've gone, to, like you go through tonight, it's going to be a short series. And it's going to be the, uh, the Larry O'Brien trophy being handed to Chris Paul, you know, right as he walks off the court when the clock hits zero. Just take it, man. It's all yours. Just hold it up in the air. It's so fast. You have a message for Doc Rivers, Chris. What do you have to say to that? I, that's what's going to happen. you got to sell out everything and limit his effectiveness what you can. When other guys beat you, they beat you. It happens, but that's the Bucks have to do. Yeah, I mean, you go through what he's done here in the playoffs, and obviously we talked about the brilliance in the regular season, but against the Lakers, they held him to 38% shooting. Only had one game where he scored in double digits. You go against the, the Nuggets, okay, well, they, they were terrible. Uh, and defensively, we knew they, they could get into a high-scoring games. He shot 62% that series. Missed a couple of games in the Clippers series. Obviously came back first two games, shot 26 and 27%. 
still finished uh, combined 33 points in those games and 19 assists and then started to feel it a little more in the 116-102 loss had 22-8 and and then closed out with that three-point barrage, 41 points, seven of eight from three, and now you pick it up with Milwaukee and 32 points tonight on 12 of 19, and he got whatever he wanted in the mid-range game and then put up seven three-point shots. A couple of them he started emulating uh, Steph Curry in terms of where he was pulling up from uh, because he had the hot hand, but Goes for 32-9, and nine. a lot of easy baskets for DeAndre Ayton off of trying to switch up on Chris Paul. Just ended up with defensive disasters for Milwaukee. They'll be better. They'll be crisper there, and they've got that game under the belt with Giannis. But they're not going to stop this guy altogether, right? He only got to the line four times for as much as he handled the ball tonight, for as many opportunities he had. He went four for four from the foul line. So didn't, and that was with flopping. I mean, he was on the ground a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he's still doing that. The flopping's still happening. The hands are taped. And there was actually one moment early in the game where he stepped on a foot, and I go, oh, there it is. (laughs) By the way, the Phoenix crowd was singing, whoop, there it is. So that was kind of a play on something that was making the rounds on social media for a while, uh, which really brought us back to the year of 1993 without question. Uh, But for Chris Paul, Got through those moments, had a big game, and now it's all about adjustments. And I, I think your point is the way to go in this one. Uh, stop the guy with the hot hand who's got all the rose petals piling up at his feet and uh, make him be the focal point of your defensive efforts. You know, And obviously you have to double down on eight. Now I'm still curious, you know, and it didn't factor into this game, but the loss of Saric with a knee injury, he was lost pretty early. That's one of your big men uh, on a relative basis that you were expecting to play 16, 17 minutes as he did during the regular season. That actually, with Giannis back in full effect and Lopez maybe hanging around the basket a little more, that actually could play into the, the future of this series if he's unavailable because they don't have a lot of depth when it comes to big men. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Before we hear from Giannis, you know, just a just a another not like you need more evidence of the level that Chris Paul is playing at right now. But uh, you talk about guys who have the ball in their hands more than anybody else, right? Who are the two guys in the playoffs like that? Chris Paul and Trey Young, right? That, that's mm-hmm. pretty good, right? These are the guys yeah, with the ball that, in the most yeah, hands. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Trey Young, who had a phenomenal playoffs, right? He had a terrific playoffs, you know, because I picked the Hawks to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. I heard and, that and, and they did that. Yeah. Uh, you know, they were going to finish middle of the pack in the in the regular season, and then they were going to use their firepower to get to the final. I mean, I said all this, and it happened. And that uh, coaching change that you predicted. Yes. Like, uh, Nostradamus. I mean, that yes. was just brilliant. I said, "Wait, you wait till Nate McMillan shows up in the middle of the season, and that's how great things are going to get." Oh, congratulations, Nate McMillan, new full-time head coach of the uh, Atlanta Hawks. Now, um, great playoff for Trey Young, right? Sixteen games played, six, right? But still, great play, still a great playoff. But sixteen games, sixty-four turnovers, and he shot terribly, by the way. Right, Chris Paul, fifteen playoff games. 24 turnovers. Trey Young played one more game and he had 40 more turnovers than Chris Paul did. Chris Paul is at one and two turnovers a game. A couple of times he's had three. Oh, what a, those are horrible games for Chris Paul. This is why I say if you're the Bucks, you got to he's not going to self-destruct. He's not going to suddenly I don't know what to do. He's not going to be the Knicks and suddenly it's ah oh, look at this. I knew they are regular season paper champions. Uh you have to find a way to disrupt him as much as you can. How physically got everything you have to do to him because he he's just doing and he's not he's not 
getting to a point where he's wearing down or he's making bad decisions. Uh, this is why we, I said it. I said a few minutes ago, the Bucks have to do so. You have to stop him. Forget about Booker. Forget about Aiton. If they do it, they do it. It's him because you're talking about 15 games and 24 turnovers. You're averaging one and a half turnovers a game for a guy who holds the basketball for 16 seconds out of every 24 on the shot clock and all of it when he comes down in transition. And he's got one and a half turnovers a game. It truly is uh, been amazing efficiency, no matter what they run at him. And I think, you know, it's a credit and why everybody gets to the point God analysis of Chris Paul that we've been talking about throughout the show uh, tonight. And certainly uh, as that narrative is taken on a whole other level uh, during these playoffs. But, yeah, you can strategize for it all you want. Nobody's been able to figure it out. And we've done getting past two of the on paper best defenses in the game. And it's still that level of efficiency. Mm. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. That's the level that CP3 is playing at. But what about Giannis? Look, Giannis comes back tonight, and it was tonight was a game, Mike. I'm not really that bummed for the Bucks that they lost because going into game one, all right, you, look, you're playing on the road. The Suns are probably going to win. Hey, Giannis is coming back. All right, great. Now, as long as Giannis doesn't get hurt, doesn't look like he is James Harden, he's just out there saying, hey, don't, don't look at me. I can't really make any shots. Uh, it, it was a victory because eventually they were going to have to get him back in. And, you know, we talked about this with Rick Buecher last hour, and he said, you know, they had a lot of mojo going, but and they probably should have gone with that in game one, and if something happens, Giannis could come back and game two and that's your your emotional lift that you're going to need and I understand all of that but if Giannis can play he's got to play right I mean you can't say we're gonna sit I mean then 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 you're wondering how important is Giannis right I mean if if you're saying hey we're playing better when he's off the floor then what what are you really saying you know why are you paying him all that money why why how does he win the MVP if if he's better when he's off the floor well I think part of it though Jason is the you've got rhythm you've got all of these things and you've got a guy that you're just testing back and and that also goes back to the hey he was doubtful until well he wasn't and he probably wasn't the whole time so uh, maybe they'll get some uh, kangaroo court ten thousand dollar fine for being misleading uh, availability of Giannis and Tanakupo but I understand it to a point of another couple of days of rest if you legitimately didn't know and maybe you could steal one without exposing him for an injury I get right, it. but 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 clear. I I see what you, I see what you did there. But the but the thing is, is that he's he was ready to play. Like he he didn't he, he didn't no, get right. exposed tonight. No, but that's what I mean. Like tonight. but but that's you and I talking without knowledge of you know how much he's. We didn't have Zabruder film of him being able to go through full workouts. All we got were the reports of <laughs> he's going around the clock, the electrical stimulation of the muscles and extra massages and whatever else. So what does that leave us to do? We throw our hands up, going, I don't know what the hell that means. But but the the whole thing is that if he doesn't play, then you're wondering, okay, 
well, it's, it's not the point of just, hey, we're better off without him, but you're telling the team we may be able to succeed without him here when it's like, okay, I get it. Hey, we're, we're stepping up in his absence, but we need him back. And not only do you need him back, you need him back to figure out what kind of team you're going to be. So if you held him out of game one, right, let's just say they did what Rick Buecher said. You know, you hold him out of game one, see if you keep your mojo going, and if not, you have the safety net of him coming back in game two. Well, then game two, which may be there for you maybe it's not because you're still trying to figure out how is this going to work now with Giannis back in the lineup and you need a little bit of time to iron out the kinks to go okay oh this is what we need to do now you know we played the last couple of games without Giannis you did really well but now how do we incorporate him back in and you're not learning on the fly you learned on the fly in a game in which you probably thought the Suns were going to win anyway so now going into game two now it's now it's now it's the big okay Giannis is back he's healthy he looked good he went up and down the floor had a big block that looked just like LeBron's big block in the finals against the Golden State Warriors. And now you're going into game two feeling, okay, we can make some adjustments and we can we can get this game and then go back home when it's tied 1-1. So I, I, get, the, I get the, hey, we played well without our star for a couple of games, but I mean, you got to play him. And when he's ready to play, you play him because he's going to help you win. I, it's hard to say, hey, you know, the emotional lifter or, or parts of it that, that deal with, hey, we sit him out and we bring him back and we really need him? Yeah, I, I don't know about that. Well, the only way I, I couched it in, in not even couching it, is just explain it as the analysis of that before you saw him play 35 minutes. Right? It's one thing if he'd come out and he'd only been able to play 15 or something. As And I would make the the case before we got to watch him spring all over the court, right? It was one thing watching him bounce on the sidelines and celebrating his teammates in the last couple of games, but there was nothing missing from his game tonight, right? He was all over the court and and provided huge moments for them and and a lift. I don't know if it, you know, made Holiday sad that he didn't you know, he looked a little more passive than than he had the last couple games, but, you know, suck it up. You're a professional. That's why they brought you here, to be the helpers to Giannis in pursuit of said title. So, yeah, once we knew what he was, and and maybe they did all along, right, this is just the speculation before tip-off into post. Like, after it's over, it's like, look, you, you had your guy back, and he played well. He was a plus for the night. So you got to rise to his level of performance and the defensive adjustments that did not exist, Budenholzer. It's your fault. (laughs) So what did Giannis have to say after his 35-minute debut? Well, here he is talking about what happened in game one and, and really just, you know, hey, where things sit and how he feels coming off of this win. I'm tired about my knee, but um, I'm going to say one more time that my knee felt good. Uh, obviously, you, you, when you go and play a game, you never know what's going to happen. You know, a play with Jay Crowder might happen, or uh, the same play that happened that line. You, like, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I'm just happy that I'm out there, you know, and I'm able to, you know, help my teammate in any way possible uh, and uh, participate in uh, NBA Finals, my first NBA Finals. So I'm just, you know, try to, you know, put my attention in that and not in, you know, if my knee hurts, if I feel, you know, at the end of the day, I'm out there. Um, I feel good. I don't feel pain. You know, I can run. I can jump. Uh, I can set screens. You know, I can uh, rebound the ball. I can do stuff. So I'm good. I'm happy. I'm happy that I'm out there. Uh, and uh, you know, at the end of the day, 
I haven't watched the clip, but when the play happened, I thought I'm going to be out for a year, you know, so I'm just happy that two two games later, I'm back. Mark Spears, ESPN's undefeated. At this point, this, this trend of them chanting towards you when you're at the line still hasn't come to an end, is it bothersome? Do you hear it? And at this point, like, what, what do you even think about it? No, uh, he hasn't come to an end, but uh, I think it's something that's going to follow me for the rest of my career. So I just got to embrace it and uh, have fun with it. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm just focusing on uh, my routine, and my technique, and my body. Uh, and I said, as I said, he probably is going, he's not going to stop. So I just got to learn, you know, learn to live with it. Of course not. <laughs> 20,000 people yelling one, two, three, four, you know, it's that nonsense. But uh, as I said, like, I've learned to embrace it. Like, I know it's not going to stop, you know, and at the end of the day, when it keeps going, it's like it fades away. You know, there's times that, you know, the first free throw, I hit it, but I'm not, you know, I'm not hitting no more, and I'm just focusing on what I got to do and, uh, you know, my routine. Oh, so that's always nice to say. Oh, yeah, I hear it. Oh, you know, you kidding? I hear when they go one, two. They're, oh, of course I hear. Yeah, of course it's not going to go away. Of course they're going to just continue to scream this at you as you get to the free throw line. Uh, but the thing that he said there that was really interesting was that he said when he first got when he first got hurt, he thought I'm going to be out a year. Yeah. And and tonight, and this is why I, I I feel that I'm not that bummed about tonight because tonight I think for Giannis was a game where. Okay, I got to go out there and make sure I can still do it. You know, that fake it till you make it uh, philosophy mm-hmm. when it comes to players when, hey, I was hurt. Now I got to get back out there. And it, his statements weren't really eye of the tiger where I had to get back out here. It's game one of the finals. It's, hey, I thought it was going to be out. I needed to go through certain things and make sure I knew I could do it. Now that that is something that he doesn't have to worry about, it's, it's out, of the ba- out of the back of your mind now. That's why I feel better about the Bucks in game two because they, they took all the bad stuff and they went through it all in game one. We couldn't we couldn't figure out Chris Paul. Giannis was coming back. We had to figure out how to incorporate him. All these things going on in game one, and now we can figure this all out for game two. Your bucks. My bucks. Trying My to rally bucks. for game two. Current finals prices, the Suns are minus 290. Bucks plus 240. So bet your 100. Get 240 back, Smith. Still time mm. for you. Game, Maybe, game two, well, Suns five-and-a-half-point favorites. What makes you think I haven't done that already? I picked the Bucks to go to the finals before you'd the playoffs. Be, right? Maybe I got a lot crying. of money riding on Yeah, I don't, I don't buy it. Maybe I got a lot of cash, man. Maybe maybe all of Zoe's college money is on the Bucks to win the finals. All of I it. I like it. All of it there. You know, let's put it all. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know this would be gaining interest in a, in a nice interest-bearing account. Sort of thing, but you know what? I'm just going to put it on the Bucks, man. Giannis! Well, Giannis! It, 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 I mean, look, most interest-bearing <laughs> accounts, are, we're talking a very minimal, <laughs> minimal rise there. So, I mean, you might as well. No, I look, be, invest wisely. Be smart with your money, people. Build those 529s and build your 401ks, your 403bs, your IRAs, your Roth IRAs. Plan for the future take care of yourselves be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific what's up everyone it's me three-time nfl all pro sean marion and i have a new sports podcast called the lights out podcast with sean marion this podcast is special to me as i get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it 
on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who's ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Before we take a look ahead to Game 2 of the NBA Finals, uh, the first trade of the offseason could wind up being the Lakers obtaining DeMar DeRozan. Somehow, whether it's a sign and trade, some kind of move, this was reported earlier today that he would be a guy the Lakers are interested in. There have been some reports that DeMar DeRozan to the Lakers is something the Lakers could have happen and have it happen pretty easy. You can fit him in with his salary, make salary go the other way. There has already been uh, some sort of 
deal on the table, according to these reports. And listen, first thing, if the Lakers can do this, yes, you need another guy that can score. I mean, clearly, after LeBron and AD, who else is going to score on that team? Kyle Kuzma is Lamar Odom light. He's an every other other game guy. Nobody else can score. You can't count on a guy. The one thing DeMar DeRozan can do, he can fill it up. He's not going to hit threes, but he's going to hit 15-foot jumpers. He's going to be able to be somebody that can shoulder some of the scoring. The Lakers need somebody who can score. And if they can go get DeMar DeRozan, yes, go get DeMar DeRozan. Well, because the other thing you have to also take into account when you're looking at this, Jason, is the fact that, well, we, we, they don't exactly have a lot of guys under contract do the Lakers in terms of assets for the forthcoming season. Uh, you know, and DeRozan looking like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's unrestricted. So you just have to figure out the dollars and cents. Uh, and so a trade not really uh, getting into this unless you're going into sign and trade deals uh, and getting more teams involved. Because I keep seeing Lillard photoshopped into Lakers jerseys. <laughs> I don't know if those are all Justin Frostberg burner accounts or what I'm seeing. But remember, they didn't sign Dennis Schroeder to his $84 million deal. He wants somewhere between 100 and 200. That's a pretty big gap, but uh, he's looking to get paid. Really, the only money you've got tied up, and Kuzma is one of those guys right now, is James Davis, uh, KCP, who's the engineer of all of this stuff. Um, that's right. I'm still giving him full credit. Uh, Kuzma, Harrell, Gasol, and that's it. I mean, that's that's where you're at in terms of your roster. So you can go. And obviously the dead cat money that's still there from Luol Dang. That's right, Frostburg. I got you back. I got Luol still Dang. There. Luol still Dang in there. there. $5 million still there in dead cat. But uh, it, it'll be curious to see how they rebuild, right, and how they fortify things with Gasol not being the player at all that he once was, uh, effective in spurts. But, yeah, DeRozan coming to L.A., that'd be fun. Why not? Let's go. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike, at Swollen Dome again. That's something that's been thrown around all day today. And, yeah, it would have to be a sign and trade to make it work, and that's how it looked. The Lakers have to make that work. Uh, now, as we get ready for game two between the Suns and the Bucks. This is look game two for me is always uh, the most interesting game because either we have a series or we may not have a series. Somebody wins game two. If the same team that wins game one wins game two, the series is almost over unless you're the Clippers Uh, or hey, it's one one and we have a series. I know Mike Budenholzer has been reticent to make change very slow and how he makes change. He doesn't do anything so fast. He is going to have to throw the kitchen sink at the Suns in this one. And he's going to have to make big wholesale changes, whether it comes to starting different players or how they attack Chris Paul. I've said many times tonight, you have to make take the ball out of his hands and limit his effectiveness on the game. Let the other guys beat you. Uh, it's going to be weird, um, but here you are in the NBA Finals, and if anything's going to push you to act uh, to act rashly or to, hey, our back's to the wall here, it's going to be this game. So you're going to see something different from the Bucks. You're going to see more of a sense of urgency, which you didn't see tonight uh, as it was more of a feeling out game getting Giannis back. And I'll say the Bucks in a close one, take game two and tie the series up at one game apiece. Look at that. Five and a half is the line right now. Uh, Chris Paul, they've got to figure out how to stop it. And if they stop him, who's to say that they don't unleash the madness of Devin Booker once again to where he's looking like a character in NBA Jam yelling, he's on fire! <laughs> 
<laughs> you like that, didn't you? The other yes. is defensively slowing down DeAndre Ayton and just keeping him off the glass. He can score 20 points a night. Nobody gives a damn. But if he's going to grab 20 boards, extend possessions, and reset clocks and, and offer easy looks and, and back cuts and, and stuff, you got problems. Mm. Suns win you. 2-0. Look at you. You're just any you're just gonna say opposite of anything I say. Next time I'm gonna pick a game, I'm gonna pick what I don't think and let you take the other way and go, ha, I didn't think that way actually. I'm gonna no, I'm we gonna, are not I'm the morning debate that. shows. And we do not line up our takes and decide which side. All right, heads, you you argue that this guy's a bum. Tails, you say he's the greatest thing of all time. We don't do that here. That's for other shows. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.